Bokertov, Shreysnap, Isdaf, Chafches, in Ksubis, as we learned for Yosef Israel, Ben Chamichal, and for Shlaim for him and for Allah Ben Ruma. Yesterday, we got down to the uh, third line on the page. What were we discussing? If a man, a Kohen, divorce, or any man divorces his wife, he shouldn't live with her after she gets remarried in the same in the same neighborhood within the same few houses because uh, they may resort to some hanky-panky since they know one another. They recognize each other's uh, hints and gestures. Not a, not a healthy thing for a former wife to be remarried in the same neighborhood where you live. <clears throat> That's what the Mishnah that Bryce had said. So if he was a Kohen, even if she didn't get remarried, because it's also for him to re, to, uh, stay, to to live again with the woman that uh, since she's divorced, even from him, excellence who she's divorced from, she's divorced from him. She should live with him even in the same uh, in the same alleyway, because uh, you're concerned about hanky panky. Im haya kfar katan. The Mishnah said the Bryce said if it was a small village, I am ice from a kfar katan didn't come up with. Kfar katan is also small village is also like a mavi. They shouldn't live in the same area. So then you say you shouldn't live in the same area. Who has to move? So you're not supposed to live with your former wife in the same neighborhood. If you're a Israel, if she's remarried, um, if he's a Kohen, uh, even if she's not remarried, who has to move? Tashma, the third line of the page, Tanya, she has to move away. She has, she's the one who has to be pushed away. But she, but he doesn't have to leave her. He doesn't have to. In other words, she's the one who, who's supposed to move away. Okay, but what are the conditions? But if it was her chatzar, they're living in her house. They lived in her house, right? She's in, it's in her, she owns the property there. Then who he's got to move away. What are you going to say? If she owns the property, she has to move away and leave him the house? That wasn't part of the deal. What happens if the chutz belong to both of them? Okay, so she's also an owner over here. She's an owner. He's an owner who has to move. Tashma. Let's see the Bryce says. He the same The Bryce says that we just quoted that she has to move away, not in my skin. What we speak about, she has to move away. If it's his chutzur, it's obvious. She, obviously, she has to move away. If he owns the house, so obviously she's the one who has to leave. If it's her chutzur, why should she? Why, if it's her, her chutzur, why should she have to leave? He has to move away. They must be speaking about where they they their joint ownership of the property, and still you say right that she has to move away. Morris says no, that's not proof. Maybe they're renting. <laughs> Maybe you say they have to. She has to move away if they're renting. If it's her property, clearly she doesn't have to move away. If his if it's his property, certainly he has to. He has to move away. What if it's a joint ownership that we're trying to determine? But from this case here, you can't determine since it didn't say the favorish. Rather, maybe it's speaking about where they're renting. My havila. So what's the halacha? If they're joint ownership, they both own it. Who has to move? Tashma. Pasuk says, "Hine Hashem Hashem will dislocate you." Tell gever. The dislocation of a man. It's harder for a man to move away than for a woman. A woman apparently is more adaptive to the situation, and uh, she can manage. A man is much more difficult. So therefore, we say since it's harder for a man to move away, maybe he's got his business, maybe he's used to things. Man is more more difficult for a man to take to to live on his own than let's say for a woman. A woman, it's easier to uh, reestablish herself. Therefore. She has to move away, not him. In a case where it's a joint ownership, presumably you'd have to pay her for her share, or maybe she can continue collecting rent from whoever. If it's joint ownership, maybe he has to pay her for half the rent, but she has to move away. 
again, in these situations where there's a recent divorce, and it doesn't say, I said recent, doesn't say how long, but it's, uh, it could be any time. You know, 50 years could also be recent. Um, if they're divorced, they should not, and she's remarried, they shouldn't live in the same shuna, and they shouldn't, don't put them in a situation where they have to come in contact with one another. Because it's a dangerous situation. They were married once before. There's many cases like that when, you know, somebody gets divorced and then they rethink things and they get remarried again. Of course, if they're not, if he's not a Cohen, it happens uh, often that they they uh, get they remarry each other again. Uh, but if she's married to somebody else, then can't do that. Uh, certainly while she's married to the, even if she's married to somebody else, it's Hamas Mishasim Shinnisas. If she's married to somebody else, even if the second guy divorces her or, or he dies, she still he still can't go back to the first wife. That's an Israelite. But certainly while she's married to the second guy, that would be Israelite-ish. And here it's more likely to happen. So we try to distance them. We try to distance them from one another subsequent to the divorce. The contrary is the first because in most cases, if yeah. they do live all these situations where sharing custody. Yeah. Okay, so the Shuna here, Shuna here, um, Rashi, uh, Tosa says that it's like three houses, very close. Well, you, know, so you don't mean they're the same, uh, they're both in Lawrence or something. You don't mean that. That's considered part of it. Pardon? Like same courtyard. Courtyard is, right, the same courtyard is, uh, there's a Shuna and there's a courtyard, a Chatzar, yeah, yeah. So that's what he says, even in the same, in the same Shuna here, he says, Shunaso, Tosa says Shunaso means within three houses, that's pretty close. So, uh, but again, you don't want to have to come to do it. Obviously, you're in the situation you outlined, many times they have to transfer the kids from one another. So, okay, but it's better that they don't come in contact. Let's say she had lent him some money. She lent him some money or she or he borrowed some of her assets. Now he has to be paid. You must have an intermediary there. Pay the loan back through somebody else. It shouldn't come to shouldn't pay her back directly because uh, they may come to uh, Iser. Uh, if subsequent to the divorce, they have some business together and now they're coming to, uh, you know, to adjudicate their business problems, we don't attend to them at all. They have no business. They shouldn't do business with one another subsequent. Only obviously what's necessary for the children, whatever. But Obviously, they should. They should. They, we try to discourage them from having any contact. Or Papamer If they did business together after subsequent to this, then we even put them. We excommunicate them. Put them Shomer. We even give them lashes. It's not as a derisa, but we to in order to keep them away. Rabbanon are always careful when it comes to arias because and you never know what can happen. We learn in Masechta Smachos. That's like about Avelus. This whole business is only this whole business that we have to do these rechukim that we keep them away from one another and uh, we force her to move away. That's only when they're divorced after having been fully married. So they're acquainted with one another, comfortable with one another. However, when they got divorced after simply betrothal, so there was no, presumably there was no bia yet, they weren't yet intimate with one another. Then if Rasa asked me, she couldn't pay her directly. She ain't legal gospel because he's not comfortable with her, so you don't have to worry as much about something going wrong. Ha'u Aras Farwasaso. Story with a, a couple, a, 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 two a fiancés who got divorced from Arison. Thus, the Rabbi came for Rabbi. Yasu Ravada Barmasna Kameh. Ravada Barmasna was sitting in front of uh, Rabbi. 
And Rabba set up a intermediary, a shliach, between them. In other words, he also didn't want them to have any contact, even though they'd only been betrothed. We just learned in Smachos that we just said that that's only when they were divorced after having been married. But if they're divorced from betrothal, you don't have to have such a richuk, and you don't need an intermediary in between them to pay back a loan or whatever. I could tell they were comfortable with one another. Even though they'd only been betrothed, you could tell that they had either been intimate, but they, they were very close to one another. Therefore, I set up intermediary. As I use what the rabbis ruled in a case of the suing, even in a case of divorce after betrothal. I mean, some say that it, the story was just a little bit reversed. When he set them up to adjudicate them in whatever, whatever happened between them, subsequent to the divorce, they came before him for a din. He did not set up an intermediary. Amalei Ravada Bamasna, Ram says, Nekamar Shlichubadash, why don't you set up an intermediary between they shouldn't come too close? Amalei, Ram Nachman Tanabas, we learned that's only by uh, when they were divorced after Nasum, if divorced after Ereson, you don't need it. Amalei Hanim Yulech, well, guys, but it's only when they're not comfortable with one another. You could tell that this uh, couple was, had been either intimate with one another, they were comfortable with one another, and you have to be concerned for, uh, for a rise. So we talked here about uh, testimony uh, about, um, you know, she was a shvuyah, she wasn't a shvuyah. We could tell even though she was a shvuyah, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't uh, violated, um, uh, the woman who was a shvuyah. So we bring up this mission. In general, you have to understand something. Who's kosher Adam Minatora? Only men, only men, only kosher bar mitzvah men can give testimony. No women, no slaves. No, Goyim, for sure, cannot give testimony. We've had, in Yabamas and in Kfilis, we've had that. The rabbis were maker when it comes to an Iguna, a woman whose husband hasn't shown up and we don't want her to be chained. Or in a case of Shui, we just had that uh, she was taken into captivity. We don't know for sure that she was violated in case where she's married to a Kohen or prohibited from marrying Kohen in the future. So we're maker in cases, and we said anybody, even a Evet, a Shifra, almost anybody is believed uh, to say that she is okay or that she is uh, free to marry in the case of uh, her husband disappearing, uh, we're, we're my make But in general, for Adis, you need two men. Not only do you need two men, but the men have to be kosher at the beginning, at the end. Meaning they can't be some, they can't have a psul in between. So for example, if let's say uh, he was a uh, shota at the time of when he saw it, when he saw some a murder take place and later on, he became okay, he recovered. So we don't say, well, he can give testimony now. He has to be kosher from beginning to end. Another example would be if he was 10 years old when he saw the incident, whatever he saw, the, the financial transaction take place, the gittin, the gayrishi, whatever he saw, well, it certainly wouldn't be good to, to effectuate the gittin or the kush if you need to aid him for that. But even to say he saw a murder, he saw money transact, he saw money transaction, he saw some, some uh, something take place, it's not a kosher aid. Because he didn't see it when he was a girl. He has to be a girl, not only when he testifies, but also when he saw it. He has to be kosher from beginning to end. However, we're now we're going to see all the exceptions. When it comes to Allah's Rabbanan, Rashi uses the famous Lashna, Hey Mamru, Hey Mamru. When it comes to Dinam Rabbanan, the Rabbanan required Adis, or the Rabbanan required a certain halacha to be followed, they were more makal. And they said that if he's now 15 or 20 or 30 or 50 years old, he can testify about something that he saw when he was a cotton, even though that's not normally kosher. Right? Didn't tell her, didn't tell her, you can't do that. So as we'll see for extracting money 
or for a murder case or for saying uh, he saw somebody rape somebody. We're, we're talking about money. We're talking about payments. We're talking about Isurundaraisa, et cetera, et cetera. That he's not believed for. But for rules Rabbonam, they're believed to say what they are, say what they, uh, to give testimony after they are Gedolim, what they saw when they were come. That's what the Mishnah says. The following are exceptions to the rule of Adis. These are believed to say when they are Gadol, when they are Bar Mitzvah, what they saw when they were before before they were Bar Mitzvah. Examples: Lomer is He's believed to say, "I recognize my father's my father's uh, handwriting." Now we'll see. This is a signature. Now we'll see. The Gemara is going to say it's only when there was a Gadol with him. But normally you need two Gadolim, right? But over here, even a cotton is good enough together with another Gadol, together with the Gadol. Why? Because this is all drop on anyway. Minatoras, we'll see. We assume it's okay. Look like good witnesses. We know these people. That's good enough. You need to identify the signatures. It's only Rabbana, you have to identify them. So even a cut, even he's believed to say when he's a didn't say he's believed to say when he's a cotton. He can't give testimony he's a cotton. But once he's a god, he can give testimony. He says, yes, I recognize that. Many times we know, as we are, <laughs> most of us remember things that took place when we were Tanim much more than we remember what took place yesterday. You remember stuff that took place a long time ago. Remember where we were, right? But that's not normally good atis. But for the end of Rabbanan, since we'll see that that um, that the Mekayim starts is only Rabbanan, you're believed. And you're not believed in all cases. You're believed to say this testimony of my father. This is the signature of my father. This is the Saviyat, the signature of my Rebbe. We'll talk about why you have to say father and Rebbe. Even my brother give testimony about that too. Another case. Zachar Aisi, well, the Gemara is going to explain each one of these cases individually why it's okay. Zachar Aisi, Rosh we talked before about that when in terms of bringing proof that she was um, uh, that she was a psula, right? Where we learn in this, uh, if there's one thing you learn in this Masech is that a psula gets $200 and a, a bula gets $100. So the Mishnah said uh, she's uh, she was divorced or widowed. She says, I was a psula, he says, not. If there's Adam that she went out with a veil, some say it's a litter, uh, like they used to take out a psula veil, or she went out with a veil and her hair was was uh, was uh, was uh, let out down to her shoulders. That's a sign of a psula. So if you're if there's Adam, so Misha said, that's what Misha said. That's gonna that's gonna proof that she gets a ksuba. Here the Mishnah says that again, accompanied by an adult. If this aide who saw it when he was a cut, he was 10 years old, but he said, I remember that wedding like yesterday. I remember the veil. I remember the whole bit. Their hair was down. All that. Also, he's believed. But now, why is he believed? Why is he believed? After all, this is talking about money. Instead of $100, she's going to get $200. So we'll see. Rashi points out over here, the Gemara is going to say, because we have Gobas a robe. Robe Nashim gets married when they're psalms. Let's say most, let's call it most orthodox women who have a ksuba, Get married when they are psula. Therefore, you have a robe on her side. And therefore, the the cotton who's testifying now, Shazgadol, is not really not, you don't really need him for Adis. Go bust a robe anyway. Therefore, it's okay. Uh, I remember this guy. This guy was in my class when he went out of school. They took him to the mikveh every day, and he was able to eat truma. Now, isn't that a daraisa truma drabonan? What's truma drabonan? If it's not of the five grains or oil or wine in Eretz Yisrael, or all produce outside of Eretz Yisrael, that's Trumadra Bonan. 
So again, since it's only the Rabbana, the Rabbana were makele. Like Rashi says, hey mamru, but hey mamru. They made the rule, and they also said that we're going to be makele in this case and allow a cotton who's now a guttle to testify about what he saw when he was a cotton. Another thing he says, I, I saw if he's a Cohen, uh, a Cohen could testify that uh, this other guy used to get a share of Truma at the granary. He's testifying about him. The Gemara will say, maybe he's an Ebed of a Cohen. We'll talk about that. Um, okay, again, talking about Truma Drabaran, but how do you know that he's a Cohen, that this guy's a Cohen? Now, this is an interesting one. You don't see the, the Gemara, it's uh, bothering me right away. This place, what's the base of process? The base of process is a field in which there had been a kever. There was a dead body there, but the whole field was plowed up. So it was plowed up. There's no more skull or spine intact or most of the bones. Everything was plowed up. And therefore, you could assume that there's no large bones. The only kind of bones that can be made are small pieces of bones. Now, etzem, kasoa, the bone of a dead body is matame, even if you just touch a small part, like a, so the size of a barley bean. However, it's not metame ba'oel, only if you touch it. So therefore, the rule of base of prosperous, the rabbi said, Minat Torah, it's suffered tome it's, uh, it, it, there's no tome there at all. Suffered tome star. However, the rabbi said there might still be small pieces of bones, and therefore you can traverse, if a coin is, let's say, on his way and he has to go through this field, he can traverse this if either he blows, goes down on the floor and blows it to make sure there's no, not stepping on any bones, or if uh, it was trodden upon by the, a lot of people had trodden upon it, so you know that there's no bone, little, even tiny bones intact. There's no large bones for sure. So he's not metamba oh, The only question is touching it, touching it or moving it. So the Rabbanan said, okay, uh, you're, you gotta be careful with that. If it, has, if it hasn't been, uh, uh, if, if it's been plowed up and he hasn't been trodden upon, you gotta blow on it. So the Rabbanan were machmir on this base of pras. So technically you might say, well, what's the big deal? This is a chumrah. Uh, all these other cases were cases we're trying to uh, allow a cotton to make a coolie. He can identify the signature. He can uh, he can uh, testify that she's a psula based on this, etc. Like you're giving you're doing something which is a coolie for the for the uh, for the object. Here you're you're making a chumra. So Tosus points out that Amakam is a base of pras to say that it's only till here. In other words, there was a chazaka. There was a base of pras here that that, that you have to be no at least tumah drop on it. You got to be careful either blow on it or make sure it's stepped on, that it's trodden upon, that there's no loose little pieces of bones. But he's believed to say it's only till here. Notice how large is base of pras. And this is only as far as the furrow goes, when the plow, etc. So he's believed to say it's only, I remember it was only till here that we had to be machmer, not the rest of it. Since it's only drop on him, because Mirah Torah, Tzmutra anyway, once it's been plowed up, it's only Savitam, Mishus Ram, Mishar, etc. The Rabbanan was simply machmer. Okay, so since the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan said that the kids believed also to say it's only till this and this point, he's really coming to be my he's coming to be Matar, the rest of the field. Another thing that that uh, a cotton is believed to say when he's a guttle, there's something that he saw when he's a cotton now, he's a guttle, I don't think of more than 2,000 amas out of town. So this is the Tchum Shabbos, how far? We went over, this is the place we went to. Why? Again, if you old Tchum Shabbos is Rabbanan, like most rabbis held. Um, that, so these are all the things that are Rabbanan, so we're made. But he's not believed to testify, let's say, about a murder or about extracting money. This guy owned this piece of property, this path belonged to this guy, or he had a place uh, when they went back from a funeral, there was a, there, in the procession, it was called a mama. They would stand there and, uh, and, uh, and comfort the, uh, more, the bereaved. 
um, or there was a place where they uh, they eulogized him there. In other words, that this that this guy owned this piece of property that you can't say because uh, now you're talking about you know extracting property, extracting money. Certainly in a murder case or a case of uh, Arias, uh, certainly there a cotton does not believe to say when he's a god or what he saw when he was a cotton. What changes? What changes? Oh, because uh, why is it when he's a cotton he can't? Get Right, right. Oh, oh. Okay, so very simple. Minat Torah, you can only give Edis when you're a girl, because it says, right. you have to be a man. The Rabbana were Makel. The Rabbanan said, listen, when it comes to uh, something of this, we're going to be Makel, and even if he saw it when he was a cotton, why weren't they more Makel when he was a cotton? Because that would probably be the Zulu debate. A kid's going to come, a six year old's going to come and give testimony. So, what is the kid going to know? He's going to be interrogated. He won't know what he's talking about, and it'll be a, a bizarre. Maybe that's the reason. Whatever you can just say, the Rabbanu only make so much, right? The Rabbanu make when it comes to Rabbanu. How far did they go? They go. They said, if, 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 as long as he, as long as he's a gadol now, he can testify what he saw when he was a cut. But you can say, why didn't they go more? They want more. Maybe it's those little debate, you know, like we had before. The you don't want that to come under contempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that he knows what he's talking about, it makes more sense. I'm not very sure. Who she has got as we said. This that we said the cuttings believe in all these cases. At least there's one gadol with. Why did he have to say, I recognize my father's signature, my Rebbe's signature, my brother's signature? He's normally by his father more than anybody else. So that might, you might say there, he's believed to say what he saw, that he recognized the signature of a Rabolo, but he's not by his Rebbe as much as he's by his father. He lives in his father's house. He wouldn't lie. He wouldn't, if he's not sure that what he saw, he's not, he's, fear, he's fearful of his Rebbe. So unless he was 100% sure about the signature, he wouldn't testify. So you might say, is Rebbe? Yeah, because he's going to be afraid of of love. He's not as much afraid of his father. So therefore, he told me the father also. Yes, me and honey, tell me the father and the Rebbe, right? Because he's there a lot. Uh, he's coming. And his Rebbe, because he has fear of his Rebbe there. He's not afraid of his brother, and he's not by his brother. He doesn't live by his brother so much. So you might think he's not believed there. Even the Kim Shorosarbanas, we said, being Makayim, confirming a star is only Mirabana, because Minatora, you don't need that. And Mirabana Mirabana, the Rabbana believed him with Allah Rabbana, hey Mamu, hey Mamu. So I remember this girl went out in a with a veil and uh, and the Rosha Perua, her hair was down like a psula. My time, keeping the Rov Nashim Again, how could they, here you're talking about extracting money, because you're talking about giving her more money. Again, since there's a robe anyway that says that she's a psula, Gilim also be Amu. It's simply meant here to publicize it. In other words, as a comer, ain't a dover says Rash, ain't a dover tzach eidus. You don't really need to say lefarsim shelo sheyatzad din laor below gundim that you know that the this that you paskin she's a psula because gilbas rov is simply gilmos of yama. Okay, simply to publicize it, but uh, you don't really need him for testimony. Sheish poni yasim beis asay for lifol bacha b'truma. This guy left the school and he went to the mikvah t'truma. Says mavdum and evet kohen. Maybe maybe he's an evet of a kohen. Maybe this kid was in school. That's don't forget an evet knani. Also, he's entitled to eat uh, truma, but also he um, he's chayv and mitzvahs like a woman. So maybe they were teaching him too. Maybe he also went to yeshiva, right? Uh, if he has to go to has to be clean. Yeah. Uh, how do you know that he's an evet? Knows you're coming tested that he can eat truma, right? That he can eat truma. But how do you know that he's a kohen based on that? And that based on that he can eat truma, then you're going to maybe model him to yuchsen also, like we talked the other day. Uh, how do you maybe he's out of a kohen? How do you know he's a kohen? We shouldn't teach him Torah. In other words, what's necessary to teach him like a woman? They didn't teach women in those days either. There's no mitzvah to teach women. Uh, women do. Now they're capable, they're, they're learned, fine. 
but there's no mitzvah to teach them. There's no mitzvah to teach the Evid either. In fact, you shouldn't teach the Evid too much, just what it's necessary for him to do. Mitzvahs like a woman. So it's a proof of Shemalevi because otherwise, why would he be in the school? They had a base of safer. And they wrote last week how, you know, we had schools, base of safer, safer the Gemara, you know, almost a thousand years before the first universities were established in Europe, we already had schools, right? We had schools from uh, time immemorial. So I saw the kid coming out of school, went to the Mecca. How do you know he's not a coin? Is that the Ebed of a coin? Shemalevi says they shouldn't be in school. Like more below. But telling me, we love him and Arabo. Let's say his master borrowed money from him. He had some money on the side that didn't belong to the Rebbe and the, for, to his master. And his master borrowed money from Moshe or his master gave him large responsibility, make him, made him the guardian over his uh, assets, uh, you know, to do business, et cetera. He gave him what we call uh, signature rights, you know, on the bank account, et cetera. Or he puts fill on in front of his Rebbe, which is uh, what Mitzah say, Shazman Grammy Zachaiman. Oh, that's not a sign that his Rebbe gave him freedom. You might say that's a sign if his Rebbe, uh, you know, he gave him responsibility, put on tefillin, no, it's not a sign that he went to Cheres, right? So what do you see over here that they did learn Torah? I mean, read Sukkim, put on tefillin, things like that. You see over here that they did uh, teach them Torah. It says, Hassan Dikri Evad Midaito. The Rebbe learned on his own, like women who want to learn Torah and come in and go, no, I've many but We're talking about you, you shouldn't treat him like you treat your children to send him to school. That's that. That's why if you, if a kid says, I know that he, he was in school and he left school to go to the mikvah, the truma, you know that he was a calling because they didn't send the Avad Rukhanim to school, even though they knew mitzvahs, just like they didn't teach, they didn't send the women to school, even though they knew how to do mitzvahs. Litvo, Lechel, Betruma, again, Betruma, Drabana, because if it's Truma, Daraisa, uh, this is not a he's not a kosher aid, right? And uh, and we learn you have to have proper testimony to know that he is a coin. Now we said before, is one person believed to say that he's a coin, right? If you can, if you have testimony of one, if it's not contradicted, that even testimony of one. But over here, we're talking about where is he believed? He's believed, you know, for Trumadabana, then there's no problem with the cotton being a cuddle. That if, if he's the only testimony, certainly wouldn't be by Trumadaraisa. And he took and he got a share with us at the granary. That means he was a coin. Okay, forget about that. We didn't send him to school. He didn't come out of school to go to the mikvah. But even as an evidence of a coin, maybe he got a share. An evidence of a coin is also entitled to each one. They asked me yesterday about, uh, uh, you know, about uh, uh, eating, um, if, if his wife is a halala, because she was a grush or whatever, and she's a grush anyway, if they can't marry her, and the child is a coin, the child that he can't eat truma, but an evidence coin could. So maybe he got a share of the grainer because he's an Ebed Kohen. How do you know that's proof that he's a Kohen? The Doma Ebed Kohen says, Therefore, this mission is a proof. This mission says he, we saw him get food at the granary, at the, truma, at, the, at the Truma granary. That's a proof to the Sheet who holds that you don't give an Ebed by himself Truma. You don't give an Ebed by himself Truma unless his Rebbe is with him. His Rebbe, his master is with him. So you say he's getting a behalf of the Tanya. The case came up, famous case came up with a wife of a coin, and she also had a shifcha in the house. And they had babies at the same time. The babies got mixed up. These two kids grow up. They don't know who's a coin, who's an evan, right? Problem for getting married, etc. What about eating truma? Well, they could both eat truma, right? He's a coin, he's an evan of a coin. But they only get one share at the granary, right? The granary, they only get the share of it. So it's over there. Ain't Hulk and Trumalevit, Ellen Kane Rabo Emo, Div Rabuda. 
Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, we always pass in life. Rabbi Yossi, as the last Rashi on yesterday's daf, and Amar Aleph said, Rabbi Yossi, Allah, Rabbi Yossi. So Rabbi Yossi says, Yachalu, Shiyomi could say, listen, if I'm a coin, to know the Bishbi allots me. I'm a coin, and eat the Bishbi Rebbe. Either way, I'm entitled to a share. Either give me because I'm a coin, or give me because I'm getting the share of my master. This is, you know, I'm in the uh, Friedman house. I'm the evidence of the Friedman. Either I'm a Friedman or I'm the evidence of a Friedman. Either way, uh, give me the share. That's what Rabbi Yossi says. Uh, so he's saying our Mishnah goes like the Shita of what? Of Rabbi Yehuda, who says that you don't give chale, you don't give a chale to an Evid unless it's Rabbi Smith. So therefore, if you saw this guy individually getting a share of the grainer, it's clear that he was a coin. Because if he was an Evid, you wouldn't give it to him unless his master was with him. In Rabbi Yehuda's town, if you saw him get Truma, you would be Mount Yuchsen, say that his, you give him a proper marriage and his children are not Chalalim, etc. In other words, you could say if he's eating Truma, then he's good for his lineage, is good also. And therefore, Rabbi said, if you saw a guy getting Truma by himself, he's good for you, so you know, you can rest assured he's a Kohen. Uh, and because if he would be an Evid, an Evid couldn't, you wouldn't give it to him unless he was with his master. Uh, the fact that he got Truma didn't mean that he was good Yechas, maybe he was an Evan. Tanya of Lazar, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Lazar of Yosef said, the Yamai, loyalty, I never like to give testimony because you have to swear and it's a it's a dangerous thing. Maybe you made a mistake. I never wanted to give testimony. One time I gave it, and because of my mistaken testimony, they they said they uh, they raised a Evan uh, and they made him a coin. Because my mistake, I thought that he was a coin and he was really an Evid. More a hell of Sakadaka that they really raised him or that it really happened and he was a coin and then maybe he got married uh, to, uh, to a proper uh, woman based on that. Hashkamabem, the Shalsiki famous Hamor of Pinchas Benyoyer, who wouldn't eat uh, food, the grain that wasn't Gemaith, it wasn't Tumas and Meisters weren't taken from them. Hashkamabem, Shalsiki, maybe to call Yadam, Sadiqim Asmul Koshkin, certainly it's taken themselves. He says a nice shot that the, who said it, I forgot who said it already, the Mr. Melio, Melio Dessler said a nice shot that Sadiqim rabbis are so busy learning, they're not, they're not into the daily issues of money and matters and things that go on between people. They're so busy learning. So, you know, a, a smart uh, Diane knows everything. He knows, you know, how to protect the people, protect one litigant from another. But these guys, but the Rabbanim are so, so involved in the Torah and steeped in Torah and Sforas, that they're not so, uh, uh, let's say, practical and know how people fool one another. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes in and saves them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't, doesn't bring out the Kal Yodim. So Sadiqim Asmol Koshkan, some wouldn't allow something to happen. So how could this Reb Lezer, Reb Yossi, actually have raised a Eved, raised him in stature to be a to be a uh, Kohen? That couldn't happen. They were about to, because of his mistaken testimony, they were about to raise an Eved to the status of a coin, I'll pee. Why, what did it happen, right, I'll pee. Chaza, what happened was, he saw an evidence, he saw a person getting granary, uh, getting a truma at the granary in the town of Rabiosi. In the town of Rabiosi, either an evidence or a coin could get it. He could say, listen, either give me because I'm an evidence of a coin or because I'm a coin. So he saw it in Rabiosi's town, but he gave testimony in the town of Rabi Huda. In Rabbi Yehuda's town, they only gave they only gave uh, um, truma to a real coin. 
unless the Ebed was with him. But if, if he gave it to a single person, he could rest assured that he's a Kohen. So they asked him, did you see this person getting Truma alone by himself? And he said, yeah, I saw him getting Truma by him alone. That's what I saw. I, I saw him getting Truma. I don't know that he's crying. I saw him getting Truma. But in Rabihuda's town, if you see somebody getting Truma, that's a sign that he's a Kohen. But what happened was, is that he actually saw him in Rabiosi's town where they give Truma to a Kohen or to an Ebed. That was the problem. So when he saw, I saw him getting Truma alone, he gave testimony about Rabihuda. He didn't realize maybe what the, what the situation was. And therefore, it almost came, uh, a mistake almost happened that they almost raised this effort to be a Kohen, uh, raised him in stature, but then I guess they found out the truth. And when they interrogated him more, he said it was in the town of Rabiosi, in Rabiosi's town, they give Truma even to an Evet, an Evet of a Kohen. Shemakim was at base of Prasu. And he's, again, he's, like I said, the Tosh explains that uh, the, ch- the child who's now a Gadol can testify, he remembers that the base of Pras, the prohibition of uh, that, the, that the rabbi said this place is, a, is considered to be Tomei is only until this boundary, and after that, it's not my time. If you're a coin or you don't, you don't want to become Tomei because you're going to your carbon Pesach, whatever it was, and you have to go through a base of Pras where a, field, where a body was plowed up there, you can just blow and make sure that there's no dead uh, bone, that no body parts on the ground in front of you. If it's been trodden upon, also tar, my time, it's impossible that a small bone the size of a barley bean wouldn't have been trodden upon and stuck into the ground. So either way, it's only Rabbanan. Midaraisa, it's tar anyway. The rabbi said, a brace of pros, you have to be careful with either make sure it's trodden upon or blow. But that's only Rabbanan. The whole Midaraisa, it's not so. Therefore, when the kid comes and says, now when he's a godal, I remember that the boundary of the base is only until here, that's good enough. Bad kind of you know, bond with Shabbos. And we used to come here on Shabbos until this spot. And it's from Shabbos. If you hold this or the rice, how can you give testimony? The answer is because of the is the bottom. I think only the Rekiva holds the Tchumen is the rice. They know him. They know him. But he's not believed to give testimony where it comes to saying this belongs to this guy, this belongs to that guy. Money has to transact. He's not believed to say in this place there was a Maimed, there was a funeral procession or a misfit or a eulogy. Um, uh, he's not believed. My time, what's the reason? Says the Gemara, the first of the wide lines. We don't extract money based on the testimony of a cotton. And even though he's a girl now, he saw it when he was a cotton. A child is believed to say that what? Again, it doesn't mean while he's a cotton. Rashi explains, shouldn't think Irving to say he's believed when he's a tino. Rashi says he's believed when he's a girl to say what he saw when he's a cotton. Kacham, this is what my father told me. This family is pure. This family is defiled. What do you mean this family is pure and impure? That doesn't, the, the lotion of pure and impure doesn't work over here. This family was kosher, was untainted. This family had taints in them. Uh, you believe, you know, as I, I'm telling you what I heard from my father. That he's believed to say. Okay. Again, and I and we ate at the tzatza. The tzatza means literally the cutting off. We're going to talk about what that is. A bas ploni ploni. When a man married somebody who was beneath his social rank, the family was upset by that. They would have a um, a procedure to publicize it, and they would say, "We don't want to marry with that part of the family." And, and he's believed to say that. When he's a when he's a gadol, he believed to say this is I remember this about the family. 
and that I used to take challah for which is a kind of tumah and matanas for a coin, leploni coin, In other words, he's believed to say, I remember that my father used to send the chawa, like the truma, and the matanas kuna to this guy. That is believed to say. If, when he saw the testimony, he was a guy and he was a you want to say that's the same thing as seeing it when he's a Jewish child and he grew up, or he saw it when he's an evident and he was free. You don't believe a gear or an Evan Meshukhar to say what he saw before he became a full Jew. He's also not deceived, therefore, you point like he saw in the Mishnah, not believe to say that I know that this guy owned this path, they are believed. But who's believed? What's he going on? He's going on the safe, but what? That we said a child does not believe to say when he became a guttle that this field belonged to this guy, this path belonged to this guy, etc. And Riyachim Broker is saying he is believed. What are you talking about? Apuki Mamonu, it's extracting money. You can't do that. Then comes to Arias or money matters, you need two way to kosher aid him. How could you be to that? Ella Arisha. He's going to the races of Kulama, you have to come in this guy, or if he saw the testimony, he was a guy, and then he became a Jew, or he saw it when he was an Evet, Kanani, but Shachar, he was free. Ain't no money, they're not believed. That's what Tanakam says. Yaf Baroka says, No money, they are believed. What's my focus here between Tanakam and Yaf Baroka? Mike and Metrogi, Tanakam is having to keep David to Chabamu. Since he was a guy, Lavidai, he wouldn't be so careful. When he saw it, he was a guy, he wouldn't be so careful. He's not going to think about having to testify it one day. A guy is not that careful. And therefore, you can't rely on what he saw when he was a cousin, even when he's a girl now. Yaf Baroka says, Sover, keeping the diet like you are. Since he might be intending on being a Magyar later on, it's hard to know when he was intending on it, but. Since his mind was on maybe on being Megayer, made a couple of daikuki. Again, it's Drabanan, and therefore we're talking about we're talking about uh, being Mako on rules of the Rabbanan, hey mom or hey mom. My Ketsatsa, what's that business about a Ketsatsa? I remember that uh, my father, that uh, I remember that there was a Ketsatsa of the Shachalna, we ate the Ketsatsa Shabbos Point Plenty. Why did they remember that? Because they would give out uh, fruits, as we'll see now here. What's going on? Doesn't mean to say no. Let's understand something. We say, I remember this fee, I remember this family had a psul, and this family's kosher. The Ron says over here, you can't root a whole mishpacha just in the testimony of some kid who's now a gadol, even if there's one other with him. Sure, I feel a gadol in before everybody agrees to have a proper challenging to somebody's status, you need at least two kosher witnesses. If there was a chazak, this family was a mamza or some other psul there. Uh, he's not believed to mashem. There's a family that went out. There were rumors about a family. We don't know if it was on the whole family, partial family. This part, in other words, there, there was some, there was some dispute. It was known that this family had a soul, and the question is, how far did it go? Did it go to all branches of the family or not? So then he's believed to say what he saw when he was a cotton. Then this part of the family was kosher, and his family was puzzled. We can rely on his words. Again, only to be machshur shumad rabbanan, not machshur shumad oraisa. And the same thing with the ksatsa. What's the ksatsa? My ksatsa, in the first of the widest lines near the end of the, of the page. My ksatsa, ton rabbanan. Case of ksatsa. What's the case of a ksatsa cutting off? Echad menachin shenasa isha sheino ganislo. One of the family members <coughs> uh, made his family upset, made his parents upset, and he took a wife. Somebody was unworthy of him. Somebody was way below his social rank. Doesn't necessarily mean a mamzer, but it means somebody below his social rank. The family comes, they bring a barrel full of fruits, 
They give out fruits because the kids will remember that. Sweets. They break the barrel in the middle of the street. And they said, Notice, you know, you're talking about being Mavazit somebody or being Mavayish somebody. But I guess they all knew about it already at that time. But he's just wanting to publicize it to know. Listen, listen, hear up, listen up, guys. Achenu, our brother, Plony, our brother, so-and-so, Nasa Isha married somebody who's not worthy of him. We don't want his children to mix up with ours. Maybe there's some soul, maybe it's a mamzer, maybe it's something else, maybe some other soul in the sin or something that we don't want our children to mix up with his. Bo kulachem dugma, go and take a sign. Have an apple. Dugma Darcy will remember that our children should not mix up with his. This is that a child is believed to testify to that. Again, the Ron says it doesn't mean that a kid can puzzle the whole family. Uh, this side of the family is puzzled based on this testimony. We're talking about where there was, it was known to be a soul in the family. We wanted to know how far it went. There, he's believed to say, the kid is believed to say this, where you knew there was already some soul in the forest. How far did it go? It only was, maybe he's limiting, he's saying it only went extended to this part of the family. This part not. You see how far they went with Yichas. Somebody asked last week, you know, uh, about you know how far we have to go with Yichas, etc., where they don't know, and that's why the the Rabbanut is so mocked over here about uh, controlling the uh, the marriage and divorce things. You know, even if there's not, even if we want to, you know, you can be cynical about it and say they want to keep the control, but the idea also is you want to know for marriage and divorce who's a mom, who's not a mom, if you don't keep track of these things. So therefore, they were concerned about Yichas. Uh, of this sort. All right, tomorrow we'll pick it up from the new pair of Have a good day.